All right, welcome back to the golf podcast. It might be December, but there's still plenty of golf to talk about. Yep. And one of the things we're going to talk about is that this just the live drama. It just doesn't end. It never will end. I don't think it's, I don't think it's, you think it's ever going to end. No. Until That's they a can good come question. Like harmony, I don't think it's ever going to end. Uh, do you think they'll ever, will ever achieve harmony, or is this is this the state of golf forever? State now? of golf forever. And, and and I think if Liv's got to be gone for it to end or a some type of a huge, massive agreement where players can play anywhere they want, whatever, no issues, world record. Other than that, always drama. Well, we're going to talk about what some of the players like Tiger indicated what would be required for them to have this agreement. Yep. But where I see these stories just keep coming out, and even now, like it just shows more and more animosity between like the players and the leadership like sometimes you think it's just the media building up the drama there's no real drama between these guys right right? Mm -hmm. but then we get a story like this i don't know if you saw this one now this goes back to the u.s open this year but it just the news just came out in a recent interview i guess with with rory um where he said that during the u.s open this past you know this year Mm -hmm. uh he woke up to a text one morning with sergio garcia telling him to quote shut up about live golf Really? Yeah. So he said, Interesting. Rory said that he responded with a couple of daggers and they haven't really talked since. Now, keep in mind, these are guys who were fairly close. They were Ryder Cup teammates yeah. for a long time. Right. And uh, I mean, that just tells you like these guys are they're kind of at each other's throats a little bit. Wow. Interesting. But yeah, he said, he said, he That's told a tough me, text, sh- huh? Sh- imagine you wake up that morning, like, shut up. What? Yeah. You know? Jeez, but I mean that was a big part of the time, especially around the U.S. Open when it was really starting to ramp up. Talking about it, like mm-hmm. whether these guys would be invited to the majors or not. Rory's been heavily <laughs> in the camp of saying, you know, very pro PGA Tour. Yep, and obviously that was his marks. His you know the remarks on it was giving more and more of a black eye to live. Now here's a guy like uh, Sergio who doesn't want to have that black eye, but in the same token, Sergio it's not super defensible because he knew the temperature when he went over to live. He knew things. Yeah. You had to be ready. You go to live. You had to be ready to say, I'm going to take the heat. Yep. And that right around Brookline U S open is when things were kind of hot. Yeah. That's when like the Brooks interview, like shut up and stop talking about it already. I'm sick of it. Right. Yep. Yep. But I'll tell you what, another indicator that happened this past weekend and why I don't think that this is going to cool off anytime soon Mm -hmm. is that it's now crossing over into other sports. So we saw, and 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 t- I mean, we thought we were talking big money with golf, yeah. right? Two hundred million dollars to join, and it's like that's paid out over multiple years. Right. Cristiano Ronaldo. Now that he's expected to sign. He hasn't, as of when we're recording this, he hasn't signed yet. But arguably, the either the most or the second most popular soccer star on the planet, so that carries a huge amount of and eyeballs. Is he one of the most popular followed on social media on Instagram. I think he's the most so- followed uh, athlete, athlete at just on under a half a billion followers Jeez. on Instagram. So anyway, he is reportedly going to be taking the deal to go and play for the Saudi soccer team for an unbelievable $209 million per year. <laughs> Zach, what year. was that per minute you had that calculated at? What they said? I read somewhere <laughs> online that that was somewhere like $400 a minute the entire year. <laughs> Can you imagine that? I mean, we're, we've, we've seen similar calculations with like golfers like per stroke and stuff like right. that. 
But, right. Um, but that's an amazing, like, because we've seen, like, baseball players like John Gian- Carlos, like, Stanton, you get, like, $300 million contracts, but over 10 years. Yeah. And then we saw Phil and these guys go to live for, like you said, 150, 200 up front. Maybe that's paid out over time. But this is per year. But it just proves the Saudi pockets are deep and they're ready to go all in on sports. <laughs> one, that's one for year. one. It's a one year deal. One year deal. Yeah. Who knows what he'll do after that? But that was that was for a one year deal. Uh, but it proves that the pockets are deep. And I was reading through just to kind of get the gauge on what people thought about it. Um and obviously, this just came up on like my Facebook feed, and I'm reading through the comments. And a lot of these people might not be; it might be more soccer fans than than mm-hmm. golf fans. But immediately, the comparisons were starting to come in to to live golf. So people are yeah. talking about. So now it's gets the conversation ramped back up again. And now everybody's and this is just to join. For me, not only anything about soccer, this is just to join the Saudi team. The Saudis are not joint; they're not creating a new soccer league. <laughs> no. It's a team in a Saudi league. Okay, they're not coming out with. I, I believe. I believe. So what I they could be do wrong. Ultimately, is bring the eyeballs over to Saudi soccer. Got That's. It. I mean, if you boil it down to the like the most basic, you bring the guy with the biggest following over. But speaking of which, I was running through that list of most followed Instagram like yeah. athletes. It's so funny. We think. Because we're so ingrained in golf, like Tiger, and now you would think he'd Tiger, have a gazillion followers. You would think he'd be so high up on that list. He doesn't even sniff it, right? And like, because you look at the this list, there are guys on there who are so worldwide popular, and I guarantee you've never even heard heard of these people. Yep. There's one guy, and I'm not gonna. You guys know I'm terrible with names. I'm not gonna butcher trying to pronounce it. But there's uh, the most famous Indian uh, cricket player. He's got 290 million followers. Wow. So here's a guy playing and cricket, you know, a yeah. sport that's minuscule here in the States. Mm-hmm. But, but it's massive, massive worldwide, and, yeah, massive. In India, and like you think about how many people and like the it's incredible. But like between Ronaldo, Messi, uh, this guy, like it just, they have, they have the 10, you know, hundreds of thousands, hundreds of millions of followers. Right. But anyway, yeah. I know that put us on a weird trajectory there. But the main point I wanted to make was that you're going to start to see this even beyond golf, it seems, like where the debate of the Saudi money and, and what should people believe. And, what should, mm. and, and I saw a lot of similar conversations in the comments to, hey, how can you blame the guy? How can he turn down $209 million? You hear the same thing with like Cam Smith. How can you blame him? It's, it's big money. But no matter what, there's two sides of that. There's two camps developing, and I think the debate just continues forever. Dude, I mean, unless you're in the situation where someone dangles a hundred and fifty, hundred or cams, hundred and forty million dollar carrot in front of your face, I mean, I know he said he lost sleep over it. He was texting all his buddies about it. Dude, think about that life decision. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Well, I'm, now the thing that gets weighed into, we talked about this before, the official World Golf Rankings, the um, the majors. The question I had to do some digging on, I was wondering, was does this put any of these golfers' Hall of Fame aspirations into uh, jeopardy? It's hmm. a good question. Like, DJ's well, a Hall of Famer. No question. Right. But is he? But here's the thing. So I, I looked at it. The Hall of Fame is run by the PGA of America, not the PGA Tour. So it doesn't immediately disqualify them. The same way that you're disqualified from playing in like uh, the President's Cup, because right. that's run by the PGA Tour. Camp Smith was the PGA of America Player of the Year. Right. There you go. So as of right now, the PGA of America have not drawn the hard line that the PGA Tour have. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it automatically discounts it. Now, where 
it could muddy the waters is like the voting to get in. Like ultimately the people who, who still vote. That's true. If they get a bad or a sour taste, or if they try to make the argument that let's say a guy like, Cam, let's say live never gets world rank, never gets official mm-hmm. world golf rankings. And Cam Smith, who's earlier on in his career falls out of the, the, yeah. You know what I mean? Now he could still pick up some points if, if he's able to play in majors and he wins some majors, he could still pick up one, but on the week to week basis, not competing in any sanctions events, he's going to fall out. And then like these people start making the comments. Well, he wasn't ranked high later in his career because he couldn't be. Yeah. I don't know. I, it's just, yeah, it all goes back to what you said before. Is it ever going to end? And I don't think it's going to, because like you just said, imagine cam comes back. He wins the masters shoots up to number one in the world again. Then everyone's going to be saying, Oh, that's enough to get him to number one though. Well, let's just say, for yeah. example, I know it probably won't let's be say he enough. won all the majors. Let's say he won them all. Yeah, but, but in the year. Then you're going to get the people again saying like, well, I don't want to do the majors like John Rahm's unless it has the best people and the best people are not here. So and Cam should be here because he's number one. It's just going to nonsense. Well, as of right now, they're nonstop. all still in the majors. Yeah. But listen, you guys are also so great about in the comments giving your opinions. But I'd love to hear what you guys think. Do you think that this live conversation will let out all you know, weigh in with the Hall of Fame? And if so, how do you think it'll affect the Hall of Fame? Um, but the, the the fighting keeps continuing. And we, you mentioned earlier, is there a way for these two to get along? Tiger uh, was doing a lot of press this week around or this past week around the hero. Would he have another closed door meeting? Is no, he like the he, boss? Right. Like, is, is he, he the like the low key? The, right. I heard that there was another they said there was another meeting. Did yeah. He? yeah with who though he was down in the in Bermuda just with the boys with the crew. that that fr- that new fraternity we saw hanging out at the hero those guys in that chipping challenge it looks yeah. like those guys look like by the way just the fraternity of dudes just hanging out doing a chipping contest at a i wondered party. like that little the, what, was that like that low-key dig like having that like them having I, fun I like so. that on camera was that like when like you have the boys trip and your yeah. one dude like doesn't come right and like you purposely yeah. like post a little here. extra like how much fun yeah. we're having. I'm not sure about that because is that what they're doing to the live guides? Like look how much fun we're having. I yeah. don't know about that because I haven't. They've they've done challenges like this a of whole course. lot in the past, so I don't it think this be. is like a direct like stick I'm, it to live. I'm being cynical with that and like half cheeky, but, but like Taylor Gooch has made more money than Tommy Fleetwood in the last month, so he's getting the last laugh. I think in that you if, know what I mean. If, if money is the last, if money laugh, is the laugh, but for what these I'm guys. saying is like. Tiger doing more press conference, answering more of the questions. He's, you know, he's going to get the questions about live. And what Tiger said was that if he thinks that they're going to come to an agreement, which means he's not totally ruling out the idea of an agreement between live and the PGA tour. Mm-hmm. He said, in order for that to happen, Norman has to go. And, and, and Rory Eckerd, a similar thing, basically saying there wasn't an adult in the room. So okay. they're basically saying that Norman is the one who's, who's causing too much of a rift for them to be able to talk. Now, I don't know how true that is or not. You know, Moynihan's taken a hard stance from the beginning. Mm-hmm. But um, Norman, of course, fired back. Even I saw some comments today saying yeah, he I'm doesn't care what, what yeah, I'm not going anywhere. I don't care what Ty, Tiger or Rory says. I'm not even listening to them. And then Rory he, continues to go in and he says like he's really been making it a mission to be a real pain in Norman's side over this whole thing. So th- all this leads to yeah. me thinking there's no, no. Uh, no easy What's road Norman's out of this bone to pick with the tour has he always had like beef for years i think just norman has always had the dream of starting this additional tour mm-hmm. uh and then his eventual vehicle to that was the the saudi backing and the saudi money because yeah. obviously it would take a lot of money to, to do a tour sure. that would rival the pga tour uh and then i think he's just so all in on it you know 
just blazing ahead. Yeah. But um, it'll be interesting. The question, the other question I have for you is we've been, we've been hearing that there might be some more big names announced going to live. I I might've saw it on Twitter or something like one of these, like, you know, live update tweets or something. But I heard like this, this could be a a big week for, for new names. And they say like, and and then one of the names that's been in the conversation has been Victor Hovland. Mm -hmm. Victor winning this past week at the hero which is, although it's not a FedEx Cup event, it is a PGA Tour kind of sanctioned event, mm-hmm. you know, Tigers event, the whole nine yards. Do you think that this solidifies him more on the tour, or do you think that this has no bearing on... I don't think you it think matters he's at still all. in play? I don't think it matters land. at all. I mean, Cam won the Open, and he, he jumped, so... And he, he jumped. The Open wasn't a PGA Tour like event, though, but... Yeah, but I mean, like you would have thought, like I would have asked the same thing. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Like after Cam winning that event and then winning the players previous, like I would say, does this solidifies him being, you know, not going to live and staying on these tours? And of course, it didn't. He jumped. So well, if I, nothing, him winning the Open made him a bigger target for Live and definitely increased his price tag. Yeah, Stop same could happen for for Hovland. Hovland, I, I thought was going to be gone months ago to Live. So this only makes him more attractive. It if he gets offered like fifty million bucks, I think he goes. Do you think like after a win comes in like that or a big moment, the next day there's a bigger offer on these guys' desks? Do it, you think Hovland gets a call this morning from his agent, be like, "Listen, I, I, you know, you may have said no before. Yeah. I don't know. I'm speculating." Can you imagine that call? It was twenty. Now it's Victor. Now it's but forty. Like I, I told them I'd present. It's like it's like a real estate agent. Be like, yeah. I have to present every offer. Right. And uh, Liv is now presenting a hundred million. Right. And then just like real estate, I, if I were Victor, I'd be like, give me that. What they call that in real estate? Firm and final or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> they get, I want final. Be- best and final. Best and final by tomorrow at noon. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm staying. That's what these guys got to be. Th- I mean, you win a big event. I think the, if you're already on their radar and you haven't given them a 100% no, like a Rory would be a 100% no. It, it, I think the number just keeps going up. Right. I think in more so, the real reason the Victor's got a big target on his back is because of the diversification of this country play. International. And it's lacking in his Sweden area. I mean, he's got Stenson. Is, uh, is he Norway or Sweden, Stenson? Stenson is... Sweden, I believe. Sweden, correct. Yeah. And Victor's from Sweden. I don't even know. No, Norway. Norway. I think. Yeah, see? Geographic. Which, by the way, is coming Horrible. up. We've got another one of our fun games. We, we Our geography game last and week. And this one's going to be harder than last time, I feel. This one I definitely think is going to be harder, so stay tuned for that. That's going to be a good one. Holland's from Norway. Norway. Okay. okay. Uh, and I want to talk in a second about a poll that we recently did, but the one last thing on this and this whole uh, Rory and stuff news, the other big news, and, and the thing that everyone's going to talk about this week is, of course, going to be Charlie Woods. Mm-hmm. Right, um, is that this week? No, that, sorry, it's it, it's, it's going to start up. to ramp up the PNC. It's, I think it's next week, right? I think, I think it's before it's Christmas, but yeah, yeah. I think we get that little breather. Or is it after Christmas? No, it's before. Yeah, they wouldn't do it right before the century. Well, here's the deal. So Tiger said that he told Charlie, "If you're going to emulate anyone's swing, emulate Rory, not mine." He said, "I've never seen Rory swing off balance." Uh, and mm. I love picking this apart because, like. A, it's like wisdom from Tiger. Everyone's got to listen, mm-hmm. right? Um, but it just shows the the real premium, and and I think this is great for any like young golfers to like really like hone in on like the premium that Tiger puts on like a really well balanced swing, and like if you're going to emulate anyone, and right. and it's funny you were saying before the show we were talking about it that uh, people have been drawing comparisons between Charlie and and Rory swing more than Charlie and Tiger, mm-hmm. even. Yep, looks very similar. It does, it, but it, it, very interesting to hear 
Tiger saying, don't copy me, copy Rory. And I, I think that. it's something for a lot of young golfers to think about. I just saw on Instagram this morning, someone did a side-by-side of Rory and Tiger swing, and they look identical with yeah. the quote on the thing. Rory and Charlie. And Charlie. Tiger and Rory. No, Rory and Tiger, I saw. And with, with Tiger's quote. And then like the joke was like, but dad's looks just like Rory's too. Right. Well, I mean, ultimately, for especially for novice but, eyes like yeah. ours, they, they're so both technically sound. There's nuances in there that we probably don't see. They look to us look very, very similar. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure Tiger and them, they see things that we yeah. would never even see. I saw, I saw a side-by-side with Charlie and Rory. That's the one I saw. And they looked identical that one i like, saw too yep. identical identical uh, identical by the way speaking on a second i don't think he would get that reference he would not get that do you, you know what movie that is no <laughs> that's so heartbreaking identical being in his 20s not knowing the my cousin Vinny reference it's good um oh that was a nah that's a story for a different day yeah it's a story for a different day but what was i just gonna say on that i don't know i, I lost it on tiger and charlie i just keep getting blinded well, by these empty shelves behind us which we didn't even make reference of I know we, we were, didn't if you're watching if you're watching show, you see shelves see, you're gonna well let's put it this way you're gonna see a lot of quick changes over the next couple of weeks we're winters we're when we do these things yeah and we're yeah. back in the dark we and are. we're in the dark we we're experimenting here night show day show but you're right like during like the summer months we're out of the office all week and we yeah. just pop in here to do the pod now it's the opposite now, now we're we in live here. In here for the most part for and speaking months. of which i want to do that poll in a second but uh the one thing i didn't want to lose sight of i wanted to ask yep. you this question was what where do you stand on how do you feel about and for charlie in general because I'm, I'm, I'm trying. I was just driving the other day. I was just thinking. I'm like, I put myself in this kid's shoes. I'm like, I'm Charlie Woods. My dad's Tiger Woods. Right. I've got access to anything and everything I want. But I also have all the pressure of the world. Mm-hmm. Like, no real chance to just be a, a be kid. Me. Like, yeah. and, and you know what I mean? Like, uh, no real even ability to just be human and enjoy the game at a young age like he's, they're already looking for him to accomplish so much at such a young age but and like you think about it like if he doesn't become an all-star hall of fame golfer what type of pressure does that put on him like just to be in your father's shadow like the shadow versus the the pull that your father gives you yeah like, there's two sides to that coin and and one is a struggle it's a struggle, man. I mean, imagine, how hard is it to live in that guy's shadow? Right, that's what I'm saying. Tiger didn't have to live in Earl Woods' shadow. Earl was just his drill sergeant coach. Tiger almost lived in his own shadow. Correct. Like when he came out like three years old with all this talent, he immediately created a lot to live up to. Right. But there's a, a real lot for Charlie to live up to because if Charlie even has a mediocre career, right, which I'll, if you weren't Charlie Woods, if you're a no-name who came up in the PGA Tour and, and got five wins on the PGA Tour – People be like, ah, you had a good career, you know? Yeah. But the benchmark against your father, people be like, ah, he fell short of what we expected. Like, I don't know for this guy. Almost in a way, I feel for the kid. He'll never be your dad type of life. Right. Like, he's got but that bar But maybe he's learning that now. So high. Yeah. I think they're sitting, like, with coaches and psychiatrists like Charlie trying to groom him that don't try to live in your dad's footsteps because you're not. Well, that's the other side of the coin. He has access to what other people don't have access to. Every right. every brilliant mind in golf, I'm sure he has access to. Like he's the type of guy who can FaceTime JT and ask him a he quick could, question. But that he's doesn't like, mean he's going to get 15 majors. Right? He may never win a major in his life. Isn't that crazy about golf? It's crazy. He's got all that access. He's his son, but he may never win a major. What were you going to say there, Zach? I know I cut you off before. I was just going to say that I think that he's got a pretty good head on his shoulders, and that. I don't think Tiger is going to let the pressure get to him. 
I think Tiger at this point is all about making it as fun as possible mm-hmm. for Charlie. And yeah, it's serious. Don't get me wrong. Because you can never pull that out of Tiger, the competitiveness. Yeah, He's no, going to instill that always. For sure. But I still think that he's trying to make it fun. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like He's bringing Charlie out with him whenever he can to the events. And Charlie's getting to see all these different things that yeah. the average 13-year-old or however no old doubt. he is would never see. And I think Tiger might be making that like enough for right. Charlie. I, I also, know? I mean, like, cause look, it is true. Charlie lives a very fortunate life that kids would only dream of. What I'm just saying is the other thing to think about is that also comes with a lot of weight. Yeah, it comes with weight, but who knows? Like, we don't even know if this kid wants to be a professional golfer. Like, right. Like, where know. has he said, like, right. he's never said that, like, his goals and but I'm dreams saying he's being are pushed that be way, at least bi- by the media. Yeah, no, for sure. But, but to a 13 year old, the media might not be anything if, yeah. if he doesn't see it, if he doesn't hear any of it, that's just white noise in his life. It's right. just like a non factor almost. And there's a lot of unknowns. We don't know how much Tiger might be sheltering him from the media. He might not be allowing him to absorb too much of it. Um, but I just think it's something to like watch as it unfolds and see what he decides. Because, yeah, he's a kid who, who doesn't have to work a day in his life if he didn't want to. Right. If, if Charlie wanted to just head up uh, the Tiger Woods, you know, charitable arm of the foundation mm-hmm. and just play golf for fun for his rest of his life. He could, he could do it and he'd be totally fine. So a part of it will be his decision, but I'm just saying this, it, it's a, you think there's a lot of fortunate parts for him, but there's also a lot of, yeah, a lot of, I also, stuff. right. I also think that being Tiger had such like a serious, like regimented early life with the game of golf with his dad. I think Tiger, yeah, he's going to take a lot of the stuff that Earl imparted onto him, but he's also going to know like what made him have his breakdowns, you know, like sure. to to some extent. Oh, so he'll be able to guide Charlie in a way that Tiger didn't have when he was a kid. So I think that's a major help. Yeah. Yeah, and we'll yeah, see how much right. how much sure. as you said, how much is Charlie truly drawn to the game on his own because that's the other thing. Although Tiger yes had these big regiments and stuff like that, Tiger wanted and to consume as much golf as he could. I I will never forget what an incredible story. It's funny. I'm looking I still have the blue tape you have the behind blue tape. me even. That's how much we're under construction here. But I'll never forget the story that that Tiger told where he would want to continue playing golf into the night, into the darkness. Yep. And it wasn't that that Earl was making him go play. In fact, Earl told him, I'll tell you what, you can play as long as you as you want, but you can only have one ball and you have to find it. And that taught Tiger to have a feel for where the ball went, even in the darkness. But that was just showing you Tiger was the one who want, didn't want to come in off the golf course right so right, right. we'll see how much of that kind of weighs in with uh with charlie but um all right let's talk about our poll real quick though because we mentioned this earlier how cold it's getting yeah today's an appropriate day for it it's an appropriate day so we put Freezing a poll down. out to you guys uh on the community page so by the way make sure if you're not already subscribed on youtube subscribe because we're, we're gonna put these polls out pretty often um so what we asked was a couple things is there any way you can make that a little bit bigger so i can read that there zach i want to make sure i get the numbers right so we said what is the coldest temperature you'll play golf in and we started with one option was no less than 50 degrees that's 10 degrees celsius Mm -hmm. which is a chilly day still right that's still yep and we said how many of you then would play golf as low as freezing 32 degrees zero celsius 
And how many of you will go below freezing, you know, to play golf? So 40% of you said you wouldn't play in anything less than 50 degrees. And I know a lot of you live in, in temperatures and climates, luckily, that you don't have to. Uh, right, and 50 yep. probably feels much colder to some of our, our southern listeners than it does to us. Yeah. Because to us, 50 is a nice warm day to go play in this time of season. Right. But I know. for those of you living in Florida, you're like, right, what is going on here? You might not even own a jacket. I know. 50 is rough for anyone who lives in Florida. Yeah. Like we've got all the gear and the layers and ready to play. We see 50 on Thursday. We're actually go, we're excited we're like to go exci- play golf. Yeah. <laughs> Look, it's going to be 50. We're calling each other. We're stoked. So you can probably surmise what our answer is going to be. But 40% of you said that. 46% of you. So I love how many brave souls we have. And this is over, this is just under 7,000 total votes. 46% of you said you'd play as low as 32 degrees, zero mm-hmm. degrees Celsius freezing. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's and pretty cool. And the truly brave souls, 14% of you. So that's that's almost 700 people in this poll said you play below freezing. I mean, I'd do it. It's not like desired, but I would do it. Yeah. We, you did, know what? It, we did it last year. Yeah. You know what's the game changer right. for me? It's not the temperature. It's the wind. It's the wind. It's because I'll, I'll play, let's say it's 30 degrees out. I got no problem playing 30 degrees, but when it's 30 degrees with 15 mile an hour wind, you know, it's just like your like cheeks just feel like yep. they're going to like break. Yep. Like it's just like, it's wind just is relentless. the worst. To me, wind is the devil. It's with hands, it's yep. hands and face. Yep. And you know what's been good? Like legs. People underestimate the legs. Their legs will freeze. My legs freeze. Do they? Freeze. But the, the lifesaver, Zach, we were talking about this, those, those Fitchway wind pants. Oh yeah, are I the wear greatest them. things in the world. I wear them from like October to. You throw those over, yeah. and the wind just stays away from your legs. It's amazing. I'm not trying to do like an ad read for foot joy here, right. but I'm just saying it was. It's a lifesaver. That's what I'm saying. With with dressing the right way, you can accomplish most of it. It's for me. It's just like the hands and the and and yeah. and for us, a particular problem that we have is like I can't really wear the winter gloves. That you know, like right. foot joy makes the winter gloves. Because I can wear them for golf, but controlling the cameras because we're out filming, right. and like they're all the little buttons in the touch screen. So like I'm, yep. oh, I have to, I just have to go gloves off half the time. Yeah. I got my whole setup down to two buttons and an on-off switch. So maybe you guys got to figure that one out because got like I, an I can wear full Alexa, start recording. Start recording now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I say that and I'm like I'm hesitant because it might over there like I know don't it's gonna turn off the whole podcast booth we we connected all the lights to her so one episode will give it to you a little anyway a little let's preview. do a break there it's a good spot to break let's <laughs> do a quick word from our sponsors and we're gonna come back with this fun new game that we did and you guys can play right along especially if you're watching but for our audio listeners you're gonna be able to play along too so let's let's do our quick word from our sponsors and we'll dive into that. All right, as you guys know, we all have different ability levels and goals, but the one thing that we bring in common is our desire to do our best every single time we tee it up. And it all starts with choosing a golf ball that you can trust. The Pro V1 is the best combination of speed, spin, and feel in the game. And then the X, which is your ball, Mike, mm-hmm. gives you all that, that plus a little bit of a higher flight and a firmer feel. So it really comes down to personality and what you like, but both of them deliver that long distance, that consistent flight, the soft feel, and the most important, that that drop and stop greenside 
control, which can be a stroke saver. <laughs> you you know it if you've ever had a golf ball skip off the green mm-hmm. and the difference mm-hmm. in the stroke or two there. So whether you're Justin Thomas, Jordan Spieth, or Nelly Corda competing at the game's highest levels or simply striving to be the best you can be, tee up a Pro V1 or Pro V1X and always bring your best. Find out more at Titleist.com. And you know what? Put something on your list for next year. Go get a ball fitting. It changed our game. And you'll really learn a lot about your game. Go and get a ball fitting. So go to Titleist.com. You can find out more about that. All right. Now it's time for the FootJoy ad read here because inappropriately wearing the Thermo Series. I wore it today and I have the Thermo Series outer jacket. Chilly out there. It's cold. Yeah. It was like 20. Frost on the ground. Frost on the cars. But this is why FootJoy created the Thermo Series line so that we can continue to play longer and longer into the season. Like I said, we're playing Thursday. It's going to be 48, 45. But hey, we've got this most advanced apparel layering system from FootJoy ever, um, designed specifically for golf. Uh, enables us to play in all weather conditions: wind, rain, unit, hail, sleet. You want to play in that? We <laughs> could play in that. Yeah. <laughs> this collection of uh, base layers, mid layers, outer layers, and even the pants, which are something new in the lineup. Uh, the materials help you move uh, without any restriction, and that's so key when you're playing golf. I mean, people try to wear bulk weight jackets out there; it doesn't work. Well, FootJoy has you covered with the Thermo series. It's temperature regulated uh, and it ensures maximum comfort, no matter how many layers you have to put on. So go check out the entire lineup at footjoy.com. Pro tip, it also helps when you're uh, stringing up the lights. When the kids want to put lights over the entire house, you throw that thermo series. Is that what you did this weekend? (laughs) Yeah. My back is killing me. I was up and down the ladder trying to put lights up. You got to get the... um, the christmas light gun from what's that movie is it the grinch yeah the grinch christmas like the gatling light. gun <laughs> when <laughs> someone <laughs> invents that let us know meantime check out footjoy.com let's get back to it all right so we've, we've put together a fun little game here do we have a name for this game we you know we need name a little jingle It'll be unblur fun. it unblur it unblur it we're calling this one unblur it so this is how this is going to work, and we're going to do this again. So for if you're watching this on YouTube or Facebook, uh, you'll be able to see the images along with us. Uh, if you're listening to this, we will also be providing audio clues. So we have not seen any of these. Zach has put this together. Zach is going to be showing us first an unrecognizable blurred photo from a golf course. Famous? Famous golf course. Famous, or you've been there, or... or you. In some way yeah. recognizable to us and to the audience, right? And then okay. as he, we're trying to guess it, it's going to be slowly unblurred until it reveals the image. During that time, Zach will also be giving us facts about the course. So we really can't screw this one up. Oh, we can. Okay. We can. You'd be surprised what we can do. (laughs) (laughs) This first one, I'm just going to say off the jump, I made it a little easy for you guys because I figured that this challenge was going to be one that we repeat. So the first one, just to get you guys off the ground, I wanted to make sure that you guys didn't get skunked like last week. So So you should definitely be able to get a couple of these. If anyone gets it on the first blur, is it like extra points? No, we're just... I think it's whoever gets it first. Whoever gets it first gets the point. Yeah. Okay. Uh, And it's just more exciting if you get it more blurry. Yeah. Okay. Wholeheartedly putting my full um, weight on believing that you're going to win this because this is your wheelhouse, Mike. 
what like uh yeah this type this of photo yeah, yeah. Mike has a, a oh, very we're, we're going writing no 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 I'm oh. gonna keep score okay Mike has last time the score's still on here it's zero zero um but Mike has an incredible <laughs> way of like remembering golf courses and we call him like rain that. man like it's it's in another level like it's I'm weird. the worst at it I will be playing a golf course be like Mike where are we again what's the name of this course yeah exactly and then uh, right, right, right. Mike will be like oh in 2019 Frank it was the seventh hole Mm-hmm. On Kings Barnes, I remember you hit your chip shot right, and I'll be like, "What?" Yeah. And then you told me, "Blah blah blah." Yeah, <laughs> right. Then you, yeah. No but ask him what he has for lunch today. No yeah, idea. No idea. The guy's got no idea. It's, just, it's, it's all the capacity is <laughs> used up for golf courses. That's so it. we're gonna see if it translates here. So okay, Zach, when you're ready, we will you try take us to this help one. the audio listeners as much as possible. All right, here we go. Here, yeah, we'll kind of describe what we're seeing, and yeah. Zach will be giving. Um, clues facts about the course so. <laughs> uh, oh, it's the old course it's the old course i was gonna say swilky all right so i see the swilky well i guess i didn't make it hard enough for you guys. holy cow that's blurry that's so, blurry but you could see frank got the that. rna yeah i should have shot i saw as soon but as i saw it i did this shot is kind of it was the, know, the sky it would get line. a little unblurry a little unblurry look know. at this that's how we're gonna do so a couple of <laughs> bam wow by the way look at that gorgeous picture. photo by the way but um, but uh, yeah. So the the, the Swilkie and Swilkin Bridge, and then the uh, the skyline. The you could tell like yeah. the RNA and stuff. Uh, that was no, a I got to pick it up. All right, I, I needed one because the rest <laughs> are probably all going to Mike. Jeez. All right. So wait, on. wait, Zach. Just for our people following the game along, give us one example of a fact you had that you would give us. Uh, for the, that one, the first Open Championship came to this course in 1873. All right, that we would have probably got it right after so that. So there you go. So course there, record is a 61. That was going to be the first one that I was going to give you, just to be like, all right, well, yeah, like, how would I know the course record? And some of these facts could kind of throw you off the scent a little bit, but that that's so that's what you're going to hear. Zach's going to give the facts, and we're going to go through this. Right, so go well, ahead, Zach, hit us with the next one. All right, it's coastline. Definitely is coastline. We're seeing some sort of coastline cliffs, cabin cliffs. Oh, that's a good one. Mike. Um, yeah? Mike gets it. No way. Look at this guy. We didn't even soon get a said, fact. He got cabin cliffs. Said cliffs. Yeah. Wow. Look how beautiful that is. Okay. We got to go there. I'm it, also writing cabin cliffs on our next travel series. Seriously. Here. Holy Look at that. Geez. All right. Mike got one. I'm one sorry more. to the viewers and listeners at home that no. I didn't make this game hard enough. I, I like you giving us, starting us off the first time with you know baby steps here yeah Next. i can promise you that they will not be this easy I'm ever sure. again how about we do this we'll do each of us so we're not just shouting them out and, and going through them. we each get one guess per blur got it all right the and game then, is evolving as we start yeah we're gonna learn this as we There's go it's gonna be a lot of that in the games to come mm-hmm. okay one to one oof oh, yeah this could on. be anything so Let's, we're staring at literally just green and blue at this point all right so we get to guess at this this is like name that tune i can name it in three notes let me see. We've got. I'm gonna guess Hamilton Farm, because I I I'm <sighs> seeing colors. Are you serious? Did you get that right? You got it. <laughs> get out of here. Are you serious? You know why I was gonna say Hamilton Farm? No way. The colors of the clubhouse. <laughs> no way. See, I like. Oh man. All right. This I, guy's low key. I don't good think at this. we even need the the notes. The notes for this. The game. notes were just a backup to help. I'm gonna us. tell you my, my thought process on Hamilton Farm. All right, was well, because it, the clubhouse position, I could tell there was a green, and I know and the that colors big brick of that house. clubhouse. Yeah, the green roof. The yeah. All right, I honestly think that we need to 
totally rethink this game. <laughs> I think you guys know enough golf courses just by looking at them. But this is pretty impressive. Yeah. That, you know. But I think that you guys will, in the future, not even need the hints. Well, so far we haven't. Well, listen, if, if last week was our double bogey well, with zero, right? Yeah. This is our bounce back. This, this is, is our, our bounce, bounce back, back birdie. Well, yeah, definitely. Like, I almost feel bad for putting this one in. Why? It's too easy? This next one, I feel like you guys are just going to be like... Oh, that's Tobacco Road? No, come on. Is it because of the sand? That's it's, my guess. It's Tobacco Road. Uh, Look at this guy! <laughs> Dude, how did you... It's the sand. Like, For me, it's the colors, honestly. I remember like the colors of the sand. Remember that was that reddish sand. Yeah, you, Jesus. All right. Tobacco Road. We didn't even get to do any facts yet. <laughs> I need to get one here. Come on, let, let's let's rip next one. All right. All right. Hmm. Ooh, this is like a drone shot almost. Like yeah, I tried to. I so went a little different with this one. We see sporadic green. I see a lot, lot of, of sand, sand. And, yeah. and, and we may not have ever played at these courses, right? Correct. Okay. But you also might have. Yeah, this one's Look giving me more of like an Arizona-y feel or a desert-y feel with those spots of green. I'm going to start off by saying... Pinehurst number two. I, I don't know. You know, I was gonna go Waste Pinehurst bunkers. number four, if because I we haven't played in Arizona. We haven't played in Arizona, and I don't know. He wouldn't have gone there. I just see so much sand. None of us got it there. All right, give us a we're deep blurring a fact. Let's That's get a one fact. level deep blurred. And Which a fact to go with this? This course was originally built in 1952 as a regulation nine hole course. Ooh. And then they so made this it was 18. a nine-hole course. It must have been expanded. What year? 52. 50. I'm going to go with Augusta National. Oh. No, that was built way before that. Yeah. This guy. Hold on. All right, so I lost my guess for this blur. Um, I see. Sand Valley. Nope. I see okay. sand and I see islands. All right, de-blur one more. That's de-blurred one more? Yeah. Holy I feel like we're at the uh, the doctor, the eye doctor. Yeah, the thing you I cover that. You're, you're like, how about now? How about, How now? about, How now? about now? Better the, or worse? Better or worse? So Clint. in the 80s, this course was protected as public land. Oh, if that gives you anything. Don't you even dare. Stop <laughs> it. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. Hold on. <laughs> I'm trying to get his head. When I say public land, because I'm thinking about when, when they were built. Now that's too, too long ago. Now. No, can't that streams? No, no, stream song red black. No, that's too new. Those courses are too new for the right. I, another blur. Oh, I hope somebody at home is getting this one. Pound Ridge. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, um, no, no, no. This is Goat Hill Park. Frank gets no! yes. Oh, he got that's it. Goat Hill. That's Goat Hill. All yeah, right. Because so. Goat Hill was like was public land, and it was like saved by a grant at some point. And it wasn't so much that it was sand. If you remember Goat Hill, it just didn't have a lot of turf. turf yeah. <laughs> it was just holy a lot cow. Of earth. So I guess for the next one, I just need to find better photos. A little bit more difficult to like recognize photos, I guess, or just yeah, maybe the ah. swilky. Here's you know. the thing: we're undefeated. We got, we got them all. Was What'd that all get? of them? Did you get that was all of them. We okay, got five I got done. Forty right year one. Are we carrying this score on? No, we'll start it fresh each time, but okay. I'll leave this up at least till next week. It's <laughs> slaying. Yeah. All but right. I th really thought that was going to be your game. All right, so what did you guys think as the participants? That was, was that fun? Yeah, I, I'm a fan. Next time, should we do more? Maybe bring it to 10 being... 
we didn't anticipate you guys just rattling them think, off so yeah. quickly. You know what we should do next time? Go through all of our old photos of shots around of our, us our golf around the world and ask, what hole was this on? So I have a chance yeah, to win. Yeah, because he, he, he's, <laughs> he's got that down Oh, pack. King's Barn at, 6. Okay. At this point, he's just stacking the deck in his favor. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you guys this, like I said last week. If you've got ideas for this to stump us or whatever. For sure. DM them to the golf podcast Instagram handle because we won't see them. Zach runs that account, so he will see. I've it. already gotten some suggestions for good. the last game. Okay, good. Great. So DM them over there and he'll say, but otherwise, let us know what you think. We're going to try to introduce a fun new game on the show each week. So if you do listen, you might want to also tune in and watch, watch on, on YouTube or Facebook. Uh, but that's everything we have for you guys this week. That was a lot of fun. Make sure you tune in next week. We'll uh, we'll continue to recap what's going on in the tour. And please let us know what we should put on these shelves, guys. It'll be appreciated. Mm. Maybe we're gonna, we want to do one of our segments. We want to do is call "Bring Back Mike's Mailbag" from Ooh. the old days. In which case, maybe we'll put our address if you guys want to send us some random trinkets, and maybe we'll. But put some I can up. say, as producer of the podcast, I'm going to make the executive decision that next week we are going to do five. Name that golf course, like what we did last week okay and then we're gonna do five unblur it five new unblur it's okay so okay he's gonna come he's gonna come with or some name the for us. name he's the country back. of the course the country and then of the five unblur it's. that was a tough one okay all right that was a lot of fun hope you guys had as much fun as we did we'll see you next week